0: Now, Positively Ernie with Ernie Anastas, a New York TV legend and radio host with great positive stories and interviews.
1: Thanks, Ernie. You're the best.
0: And now, here's Ernie. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. And we're talking about positive news you can use. I've got a great guest today. I mean, we're going to talk about a lot of good things, and she's a good friend, known her for a long time. I want you to say hi to Nell Daly. Hi, Nell. How are you? Hi. Hold my hands. Nice That's what we see like you. to do. Nice to Nell see you. Nell is terrific. You've got to know more about her. She's a psychotherapist. Uh, she's a relationship expert. Been on television. Got a journalism background. Fox, CNN. You name the networks, and you're always on talking about something. Nice to have you here. How do you nice feel? Nice to
1: be here. How are you doing? I feel amazing. You feel good? Yeah, I love being with you.
0: You know, all about feelings and emotions. That's <laughs> what know. we're talking about today. You <laughs> know, know? know, the the. Of emotions. Yeah. What would you say, Nell? I'm going to put you on the spot. What is your strongest emotion? Oh. Yeah, what is it?
1: Do you want the truth? Yeah,
0: the truth, of course.
1: Rage. You can't handle the truth. Rage. Rage. Yes, yes. I think rage. I know. I hide it well, don't I?
0: I can't imagine. I know. You what? didn't expect you mean, that You mean you, you, you just blow out and just – No.
1: I think that – I've read a wonderful book called Rage Becomes Her. Okay. And I think that what <sighs> drives me and has driven me for a very long time, mm. probably since I came of age, yeah. is just this, like, burning desire to make things better that I get angry about. Okay. So I don't. I, I don't outwardly show my anger every day. In fact, a lot of people would say, like, one of, you're the most one of the most positive people. Yeah. I've always gotten voted like Miss Friendly. I can super see nice. that. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. So I don't show it, but I think what drives me. What drives my ambition, what drives me to get up every day, what drives me to help people okay. in the world is what I'm quietly. I think about. I get it. I do think you get what that? you're
0: yeah, I think what you're talking about, and I understand that now. Yeah. You're talking about having a, a sense of let's say uh rage, but being concerned so much about something that it it's a motivational factor. Yes. It moves you to do something. Yes. It's not that you, you know, start yelling at people, but you just find that the emotion just comes from within and you say, I have to do something about this.
1: Yes. I love that. And I think that my job when I was practicing as a psychotherapist, in private practice for so long, was to help people channel all of their emotions. Okay. Right. You can't be afraid of what you're feeling Mm -hmm. because it doesn't, that doesn't work.
0: Right. Right. If you put
1: it under the rug, you're just going to drink it.
0: Yes. Right. Or you're
1: going to eat it to death or you're going to you know, act out in an in a unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to feel the feels, yeah. right? And then channel them in a productive way. You
0: know what I would do now? You, you use the word rage. yeah. Okay, I would substitute that word for myself. Yes.
1: Yeah, what is yours? Passion. Because oh, it's nice. really kind of the yeah, same thing. Yeah. If yes. you
0: are really passionate yeah. about whatever it Rage happens and to passion
1: be, passion It is. They're like cousins of each other, aren't yeah, they?
0: No yeah. No question about it. Because I think we have to have these feelings. Uh, emotions are so important, and you deal with that every day with the people that you talk with, your clients, and so forth. Um, when they come to you, and they ask for help, mm-hmm. what's the biggest problem that you deal with when it comes to their emotions?
1: Anxiety.
0: Mm, not surprised
1: yes and i've had a lot of conversations over yeah. the last week mm-hmm. about anxiety because of obviously this is a current podcast oh, so yeah. what happened in maine sure and what's happening over in the middle east Israel and, has uh, really ukraine. given people an enormous in, in the ukraine let's yeah. not forget ukraine sure. so that's given people a lot of anxiety and yeah. so i've been saying to people and they say i don't like the anxiety ernie i don't like it make it mm-hmm. go away mm-hmm. right that's what people say to me i don't like feeling these things Yeah. how can
0: you do that though how do you help them?
1: Well, the idea is we don't want to get rid of our anxiety, mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. Some of the symptoms that we feel because of our anxiety, we want to mitigate. Okay. We want to calm those symptoms down. Right. But it's not possible to get rid of all of our anxiety. And if anxiety is channeled in the right direction, mm-hmm. it's incredibly productive. Okay. Right? So use
0: it as an asset.
1: Exactly. In, instead yeah.
0: of making it b- bringing you down, you can, it can bring you up if you make it work for you in the right way. But how do we do that? How do we frame the anxiety well, in a positive way?
1: In a positive yeah. way, I think the first thing you have to do is say, okay, well, how am I symptomatic? Mm. Is it starting to tip over into maybe some OCD behavior? Am I flicking on and off lights? Am mm-hmm. I super anxious if the if I'm checking to make sure the garage door is shut, for example, sure. like five times? Am I eating sort of a lot of sugar? What's Mm -hmm. the, what am I drinking too much? How is my anxiety manifesting itself? Mm -hmm. And then you want to sort of take a look at those symptoms and say, okay, what can I start to do to sort of reel those back? So we're in a normal range of how I'm feeling and dealing with anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then it's about calming the central nervous system. How do you calm yourself down when you're feeling a lot of anxiety? Okay,
0: how do we do that?
1: I think meditation's huge.
0: Meditation, very important. Yes, I I, I like doing that. Do you
1: do it? Do I don't you do, do it, it every day? as often
0: as I should. <laughs>
1: Honestly, <laughs> I no, I,
0: I think it's a good thing. I
1: know, but I you know. have to You're be like,
0: disciplined, like everything else. You got to I mean, be disciplined.
1: I, I agree with you. Because I go on and off the bandwagon of yeah. actually meditating myself. Mm-hmm. And I when I'm doing it regularly, I'm like, God, why don't I do this all the time? Yeah. Right? Like going to the gym and you start to feel so sure. good if you do it regularly. And yeah. you think, like, I should just stick with this. Yeah. But I get that sometimes it doesn't always fall into people's lives. I think just Breathing. Mm-hmm. just deep breaths throughout the day right. these are very yeah. small things mm-hmm. you've heard me speak about drinking a lot of water yeah I think hydration is a massive issue and if mm. you're dehydrated you're going to feel more anxiety mm-hmm. hands down yeah. people were coming into me with panic attacks the first homework I would give them is say drink seven glasses of water today yeah Stay and hydrated. then I want you to call me later sure. tonight and tell me how you're feeling and then any sort of small spiritual practice for the last three months I've been going back to church on Sundays mm. I had Kind of strayed away from it Mm -hmm. in part because my kids are at an age where it's difficult to get to church, and I just made a commitment. And every Sunday, I'm heading to church. You're good, and that is really grounded. You know
0: what? That's so important. And and we've all you know done interviews with people talking about this subject. Spirituality is very important. A lot Mm -hmm. of people shy away from it. Um, And there are saints who are walking the streets who have never been in a church, a synagogue, a mosque, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're just good people. But I I think that if you do have a sense of something bigger than yourself, um, I I think that helps a lot. If you start thinking about, you know, the the creation of, of this world and you stop for a moment to say the magnitude of what it all encompasses and the fact that you're part of it. Um, I think, you know, I interviewed people and talked about centenarians, common characteristics. You know, they're very active, they're very socially involved. Yes. Um, they, they're curious, their minds are always, yes. they have someone else in their life, a, a yes. significant other, but they also have a sense of spirituality. Yes. That there's something beyond this life that keeps them yes. grounded in many ways. I think that's very important.
1: Well, I, it's, and I love it that you know that, and there's a lot of science to back that up,
0: mm-hmm. especially
1: mm-hmm. in my field. And yeah. I always knew that people were getting better, Because once their symptoms calm down and they start to deal with whatever is causing the anxiety, Mm -hmm. then we work on that. And then I know that they're phasing out of treatment because they start to develop more of a spiritual practice. And you can have spiritual practices and not believe in something else. Right? So those spiritual practices might just Mm -hmm. be it stops at meditation, which is a beautiful thing. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be, I mean, you know, I go in and out of my own belief system all the time. Mm -hmm. It's always kind of an ever-changing, ever-evolving thing. But what I find I do when I'm actually in a spiritual center, if I'm in a place of spirituality, like a church Mm -hmm. or a synagogue or a temple, wherever I've been throughout my life. sure. I just am taking 60 minutes Mm. out of my week to reflect and to be amongst community. And I think those are the two things that are really powerful is just to sit and reflect quietly Mm -hmm. and then to be around other people who are doing the same thing. You know, that's so
0: important. if you if you feel this way yourself, but if you're surrounded like you are, you are right now, the two of us, right? There's a synergy here because we're on the same wavelength. And when you're around other people, you know, who are thinking and feeling the same way, it really enforces and and generates that kind of positive sense in your mind. So what do you think is at the
1: heart of that?
0: A, a at the feeling, very
1: heart. Yeah, the very heart of what is the feeling that you get when you're sitting in community? Can you I, I na- feel I it? feel that
0: we're united yes. because we have the same creator. Yes. I look at everybody and I say, you know what? Sister, brother, we're related. I connect the dots to every soul. I really mean that. Yes. And I look at every person and I say, you know, we all come from the same source. Yes. And I, I feel some... Uh, some sense of, of connection.
1: connection. Connection. That is the word I was looking for. Exactly. So it's connection. Yeah. And so when you're when even when you talk about people who are elderly and doing very well, what mm-hmm. they feel is a sense of connection. They feel yeah. a sense of connection to family, to friends, to a dog, yeah. to pets, to yeah. community, to yeah. whatever they're ga- engaged in intellectually. So, well, I did a TED talk at one point in my life, and mm-hmm. I talked a lot about intimacy. Yes. And so often people say that intimacy is just about physical intimacy or sexual intimacy, Mm -hmm. you're missing the boat when Mm. you think about intimacy that way. I actually consider myself a real intimacy junkie. Mm. And what I mean by that is I love deep connection. Yes. And the value of psychotherapy yeah, isn't necessarily what the psychotherapist says back to you when you're in therapy or what a mental health professional is going to say to you. There is value to it. Mm -hmm. But so much of the value is just sitting I would say, in communion with somebody, mm-hmm. deeply connected, yeah. and they're witnessing whatever you're going through. And,
0: and the underlying factor with all of what we're talking about is one word. Love. It's called love. Love. Yeah. love. love. We have to How, feel— How do we
1: just say that at the same time? That's what
0: it is. I you know. have to feel this love stuff. within yourself and love for others. Let me, let me move ahead a little bit. Yes. We are living in some difficult times. Yeah, um, very difficult. And, and we really have some uh, serious problems in our country and around the world. I think mental health, and that's something that we really want to talk about. Mental health is a big topic these days. Yeah, uh, We saw what happened in Maine, which was horrible. And, and there are people who have been diagnosed and who have been identified with problems. And yet nothing seems to be done about it. Where is the whistle? Where is someone who blows the horn and and says, hey, wait a minute, there's a problem here. We need to deal with this, whether it's with an individual or whether it happens to be with a group of people. There's too much hate and anger out there, too Mm -hmm. much of it going on. And and it really disturbs me. And I know it bothers you. How are we going to just make this better? How are we going to I mean, you hear a lot of programs talking about self-awareness. Okay, think about yourself and think about other people around you. But are there programs? What are corporations doing? What are schools doing? What are we doing in our homes to really improve mental health?
1: Mm. It's such a big question. It's Ernie. a tough one. It's a very tough one. I know one. it is. Uh, let's go, let's start with the school system. Mm. Let's just start there. I think the schools can you imagine being an administrator at a school right now?
0: Difficult. So Beyond difficult. Words. And,
1: yeah. and also scared. Yeah. Right. You have all those little lives in your hands Mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. I grew up right down the street and I now live right down the street from where Sandy Hook happened.
0: Mm, And that was that was like
1: when that happened and that was sort of on a timeline of school shootings and correct me if I'm wrong here, mm. Ernie, mm. where they were just feeling like they were starting to happen. Mm. I know that's not actually true. Yeah, it was a little earlier It was on. a yes. little earlier, yeah. but it, that yeah. was like one of the ones where everyone went, whoa, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, oh, oh god. this was a shocker. Innocent yeah. is, lives. Yeah. And here we are, how many years later? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I really want to kind of do a shout out to the school systems Mm. because I think they're really trying. And it's very difficult because these kids have such access now to that kind of information Mm. and that kind of, can you imagine when we were growing up, I said to my kids the other day after Maine happened, and you know, watching what's happening in the Middle East, I said, when mm-hmm. I was growing up, you actually had to go onto a television and turn it on, mm. and there were like four channels, oh, and yeah. the news was only on sure. from the like seven o'clock until right. nine. Yeah, it was limited. To- yeah, it right. was limited. Right. And so now they have all of this information coming to them. How does even a parent protect their child or t- right. protect their child's mental health when they have access to the news twenty four seven and they're young? Yes, they kids are. Who have cell and, and, phones and those are young. images
0: are so vivid and so strong. You know, a lot of schools, there are 12 states right now that have mental health days for young people in school. Yes. Uh, They can take a day. uh, Hopefully they utilize it, you know, to to their benefit. But to be able to calm down, relax, and regain themselves, uh, I think that's important. One out of five adults in this country has some type of a mental issue. Mm -hmm. 50 million Americans. Mm -hmm. Talk about young people. What about the impact of social media? You turn around and you're looking to see what's going on and Mm -hmm. you're reading a lot of these negative comments. I mean, you know, I love information. I mean, we're we're both journalists. We love communications. Mm -hmm. And I love the the information uh, age where we have access. Mm -hmm. But it's also a negative, too. Now let's just talk a little bit about the negativity on social media, a lot of things that are being said, a lot of things that are being shown that are really devastating Mm -hmm. and can trigger that kind of bad reaction Mm -hmm. uh, for people who do have a mental issue.
1: Yeah, of course, and I think that you know, going back to just even the beginning of mental health days for Mm. students, I let my children take them, but I plan them out with my kids Every once in a while, they'll wake up and say, I'm just really tired. And I'm very cognizant that kids go through growth spurts at different times, and I have young teenagers, so sometimes you can just look at them and say, that they just need to sleep and grow today. Yeah, yeah. like And they'll sleep till noon, right? right? And I just let them have a day off. But generally, I try to plan it with them because I want the time with them. Mm -hmm. It's a special time with mom or dad, whoever their caregiver is, to be able to take them out to lunch during the week and really connect with them and actually sit down with them and say, what are you looking at? How do you feel about these sorts of things that you're seeing coming through your phone? What are you guys discussing in school? How are you discussing it? So I think that it's so important for adults to be involved in these kids' lives and really helping them process all the Mm -hmm. feelings that they're seeing. Mm -hmm. So that starts a kid off on the right trajectory. In terms of what businesses are doing, doing. They're trying to implement programs. I mean, I get called all the time about, hey, can you consult? Can you come in? What kind of program can can we do? So what
0: kind of programs do they look for? What what, what do they implement that could be of benefit?
1: I think that there's a lot right now around diversity and inclusion, which I think helps people, right? Mm. If you feel like you have a seat at the table, again, this is about connection. It's about Mm. being seen. It's about being heard. Mm -hmm. And then there's the more general practices that Companies are starting to implement, which is yeah. teaching their uh, their employees how to meditate, the importance of exercise, the importance of good nutrition, yeah. the importance of a work life balance, mm-hmm. uh, feeling connected. Why so many people are working virtually?
0: Sure, that's also an yeah, issue. that's a challenge right there. You I, know, the, the other thing we have to do too is okay. I love the phone, right? I mean, yes. I'm, I'm on it a lot, but we have to put this thing down. We have to be able to have more of this eye-to-eye contact with each other. Uh, Families have to be able to sit around wherever it happens to be, whether it's a, a dinner table or somewhere else, where we can just look at one another and talk. Yes. And, and just get away from the devices. Now, I'm sure that, you know, with a lot of the clients and people that you talk to, that's a problem. Being able to just communicate.
1: Disconnect. Just talk. Disconnect. To disconnect enough, yeah. yes. And yeah. actually, even when before we started this podcast, right. I thought, do I keep my phone on? Now, you had your phone on the table. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I so, put it But
1: I just watched us talk about how this is not really disconnecting. This is not really us being present because there's always this thing here mm-hmm. that's gathering information as we're talking. Mm-hmm. So technically, what I should have said is, hey, Ernie, what happens? Or how do you feel if we just put those phones away? Yeah. Like really away. They're not even on the table. That makes a difference. If you're out to dinner with people, I try not to keep it on the table unless something very important is going to come in. Generally, it has to do with my children and not work.
0: Well, okay, that's a good point. And then I stick it in my purse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But even sometimes I say, you know what? They're going to have to ask somebody else where their clothes are. Where their cleats uh-huh. are, you yeah. know, who's making dinner. I'm, mommy's not available right yeah. now, and that's really healthy for me to have that boundary Absolutely. with that. Absolutely.
0: Nell. I'm sure you hear a lot of this, too. There, there are so many people that say, you know, I, I wish that I didn't have to look at all of the social media that's on here. I see all of the parties that are going on, activities that people are doing, and then it makes me feel like I'm not doing anything and it makes me feel less of a person. You yeah. Feel the FOMO. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so you know, how do we how do we counter that? Well, what can we do to get the message out to people that they don't have to feel this way? I mean, they are going to see it, they're going to read it. Yes. But the question is how do you deal with I it? Very, okay, i have a very relationship expert.
1: I think interesting <laughs> response to this that yeah. you're not going to hear every day. Yeah. So you said that when you're sitting in church, you feel connected to everybody, that everyone's your brother and sister. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't feel FOMO because I'm so happy for the people who are experiencing okay. those things. Okay. And if I do feel the FOMO, and this is where I talk about sink into feeling the feelings. Mm-hmm. If you resist feeling things, that makes it so much harder. Yep. The suffering is in the resistance. Mm the peace is in the acceptance. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean accept things that are happening that are bad to you, you wanna then translate that into creating positive change for yourself. But it is about saying, okay, what am I taking in here and can I sit with it, can I just feel it? So -hmm. if you're feeling the FOMO, I first say to myself, well, wow, I'm feeling a little FOMO, but we're all related and I'm really happy for my brother or my sister from another mother Mm. that they're getting to vacation in St. Bart's or Mm -hmm. they just won an award at work or they just had a baby. The second part of that is I say, okay, but if I'm still a little bit irritated or bothered by it, what can I do in my own life to Mm -hmm. get the feeling that I think I would feel if I was doing Mm -hmm. those things too. Mm -hmm. So I let it be an inspiration to me. Sure. And I think that's a very effective way of dealing with that FOMO.
0: You know, um, my background of course has been journalism, but I also have a degree in sociology. I've always loved human behavior. And you know, when we're talking about the telephone and we're talking about emotions today, you know, we talked about rage and passion, but I think tied into the phone and tied into a lot of the social media and the internet, uh, it, it triggers jealousy. Yes. And people become very jealous and envious of somebody else. I personally think that that leads to problems. Because when you start thinking about other people in that way, rather than admiring someone, there's a big difference. You admire yeah. someone, you say, I look up to you. Yeah. You know, I'm very uh, excited about what you do. I'd like to try to do the same thing. Yeah. But there's a difference when you're jealous of someone. Yeah. And when you're envious of somebody. Because that brings out a different kind of rage, not the kind you were talking about. Yeah. And I think that's a problem. Yeah. I like you to respond Do to
1: Do you that. ever feel envious?
0: I'm I'm, no, not envious. But I admire people. I always have from the time I was a kid. And has
1: that been that's effective? Uh, Absolutely. Look at how well you've done.
0: Hey, there's there's my hero, Walter Cronkite, (laughs) sitting on the desk. I had a lot of people like that in my life, not just broadcasters, that I looked at and said, "I'd like to live that kind of life." And
1: And you helped a lot of people, I'm sure, along the way in their own career because you pass it it along. You pass it along because you weren't coming from a place of envy. You weren't coming from a place Mm. of scarcity. You Mm -hmm. were coming from a place of abundance of opportunity. Yes. Yes. And so I think when you're feeling ENVY, again, I don't believe in just like shutting down a feeling. That doesn't, Mm. that's not human. We're meant to play the full range of the piano motion. Okay, so take
0: a look at it, right? Take a look at it and say like, what is this? And is it gonna
1: be productive for me to just continue to feel envious and negative and talk to everybody about like, why do they deserve that? And why Mm. haven't I gotten that? And Mm. sit in a place of victimhood? Or is it to say like, what are they actually doing that I'm envious of? And can I start to steer my life in a course, Mm. step-by-step to get to where they are Mm. so I feel less envy?
0: I love this conversation. I hope everybody out there that's watching us right now is enjoying it and getting something out of it. That's the reason why we do this.
1: I feel like I didn't answer one of your questions though. When you talked about what do we do about people who have a history of mental health issues Mm -hmm. in our society, this is something that societies throughout time have been grappling with. And I think it's important to know, and I'm going out on a limb here a little bit, but I know other people feel this way as well. I think we really have to take a look at what we're doing to treat people who are coming into the system who are diagnosed. What are the... the the psychiatric drugs that we're giving people and Mm. how are they Mm -hmm. actually helping Mm -hmm. or hurting people some of these drugs do cause a propensity for violence i don't know enough about the main shooter case Mm -hmm. so i can't speak on that Mm -hmm. it would be clinically irresponsible for me until i had a case file in front of me until i was around with other people who are very smart Mm -hmm. saying okay what kind of either went well or wrong here in this person's treatment, and how can we prevent anything like this from ever happening again?
0: Yeah, I um, think that's what bothers a lot of people is I, that, you know, why don't we catch these things before, uh, and, and,
1: before? It, it's, 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 it's. I, it's so hard to even talk about Ernie, right? Mm-hmm. It's our it's our responsibility to other human beings mm-hmm. who are mentally declining, right. and to our each other as a society to make sure that these things don't slip through the cracks. But when you talk about the statistic of how many people are actually suffering with anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. suicidal thoughts, um, schizophrenia, uh, bipolar, any of the you know major diagnoses that we're seeing. Drug addiction, mm-hmm. propensity for violence, um, access to guns. I think that we obviously haven't figured out a, a system where we can catch people before they commit these kinds of crimes. We have crimes. to do that though. Yeah, we no, have to we do have it. it. And this system is so flooded. And I think you know. it. There, the emphasis on mental health has gotten much better than it has been right. in the past. I mean, when we were growing up, right, people might, if I said to my parents, I mm-hmm. have a problem with my mental health, my parents mm-hmm. would have laughed at me. Yeah. They I would understand. have sent me up to my room and said, go do your homework. You know. So we're getting better about talking about it. I but hope we have so. Such I hope so. But, but, you, you know, we go.
0: still need to do something about it. And I ask for leadership. Lead- uh, that's one of my pet peeves. You know, where are the leaders here? You know, you talked about Sandy Hook, now we have Maine and everything else in between. Why does it take so long? to get anything done. It doesn't seem that anything happens. And that to me is where leadership has to come into play. We need people who are gonna sit back and say, look, no self-interest here. What's, what's the best thing for our country? What's mm-hmm. the best thing for our society? We need the bigger picture. And I, I think that that's being overlooked so many times.
1: I'm so happy you said that because before we sat down for this conversation, yeah. you said, what is great about America? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what do you do with your pain? What do you do with your rage? What do you do with your passion? And I wrote down on this piece of paper. Yeah, go
0: ahead. Because we talked about that.
1: Going into politics.
0: Going into politics. Leadership. We need good people.
1: We need people to hit a place where they're so enraged Mm -hmm. or sad or have uh, have a level of expertise that they can contribute. Yeah. Where they feel – because all of this stuff, Mm -hmm. whether it's Maine, whether it's Middle East, anything that's happening in the Mm -hmm. world – it makes you feel powerless. Of course. Right? Of you course. just feel like I, I I I have no power in the face of the situation mm-hmm. to change mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. But I think you can, as a human being, hit a tipping point where you say, What is my obligation? Yeah, to give back and to say, actually, no. Take some action. I'm going to take some action. Yeah, and, I think you're And right. by the way, you say it's, it, it doesn't have to be self-interested, but what happens, and we've studied this, mm. how much better you're personally going to feel if, A, you join a community that's like-minded, whatever your political beliefs are, and you yeah. join that community and you start mm-hmm. fighting for whatever... Beliefs or rights mm-hmm. that you want to see in the world, mm-hmm. whether it's like mm-hmm. to increase mental health benefits sure. for people sure. who might not have it, whatever is your cause, right. you feel a sense of community yeah. within that those people, right? And then you also feel good because you're doing something. And you don't feel so powerless. Yeah,
0: you know, I, I I think you know it's important for people to always understand that you don't give up. Um, you may feel helpless, powerless, and feel like I'm not going to really make any difference here, but you can. And you talked about going into politics. We do need people who are really, but someone out there is listening and saying, I'd like to go into politics, but it's such a machine. It's such a controlled machine that I can't get in. I can't break through. Uh, I don't want to believe that.
1: Start local.
0: Start local. Start in local. In your community.
1: Start in your community. Right.
0: Tip O'Neill said that. All yes. politics is local. All it's, That's where it's, it starts.
1: It's beautiful. And by the way, they need people. So yes. do I, th- I very rarely talk to anybody where it's a cl- like, we don't need you. Mm-hmm. They need the help. They need a lot of these positions yeah. are unpaid, right? Yeah. And by the way, this is such a great topic because mm. we have our elections coming up. Yeah. Right? That's so, where you can hear so your, your yes, voice and you count. Not only can you vote, but yeah. you can also go in and say, how can I be of service? Yeah. And being of service in the sort of ticking the box of what helps your mental health is being of service, right. is contributing. So, so,
0: so let's, let's end on, on a really good positive note. Yes.
1: Okay. There's so many things What you
0: can, can do. we say to people who are watching, people who are listening to say, okay, you know what? This is why you should feel good. This is a reason or a couple of reasons why you should feel good about yourself and feel good about life and the future. All right, Nell Daly, you're on the spot. Uh, What do you say to that?
1: I say, if you're asking yourself that question, start small and then go big. Mm Mm-hmm. So list out, and I know it sounds so cringy for most people, and you hear it all the time, you read about it all online, Yeah. start with a gratitude list. Gratitude. Just for yeah. the simplest things that you love. Just give me 10 things. Yeah. Give me five things, Ernie, yeah, right. that you just feel so grateful for, whether oh, it's your health, whether it's your kids, whether it's your wife, whether it's your home, whether it's just access to clean water, mm-hmm. Just, just... Whether it's just even your breath, your yeah. job, whatever it is, just start with your gratitude list and then get yeah. bigger. Say, what am I grateful for in my community? Yeah. What am I grateful for as an American?
0: Mm. Yeah, and that, that's important. What am
1: I grateful for as a world citizen? Yes. To keep yourself in that place of gratitude mm-hmm. helps keep you positive
0: and I totally agree with that make that list talk about it but also share it with somebody yes. so that you get the feedback and you get that kind of camaraderie that says you know what we're in this together again going back to our, our yes. original connected
1: and if someone's moaning Connect. to you yeah right if you've yeah. got a moaner and everyone right. lives with a moaner yeah. someone's got like a, you right everyone lives with a moaner right
0: exactly oh my gosh yeah. and if you
1: have somebody who's like moaning to you you pull out that gratitude list it. right away and say you know what I hear what you're saying. Mm. Mm-hmm. But why don't we try to flip the script?
0: You bet. Let's let's get back into civility and respect for one yeah, another, and, 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 and that,
1: a little joy. You bet.
0: Turn on Find some the music. Happiness. I know
1: how much you love, love your music. 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 Turn on a little dancing music. You I bet. know it sounds hokey, and then yeah. you just start with your gratitude list. Nell,
0: you're great. Thank Nell you. Nell Daly, Rame. fantastic Thank you. guest. Thank Talked you. about a lot of good things today. I hope yeah. we help people out there. Love okay. You. Come back again sometime.
1: Love